The Electric Factory Podcast, home to your mom's favorite podcast. I'm your host, Matt Jones. Today is April 14th, 2020. We got a good show for you today. Uh, some more WWE news because, you know, WWE is my favorite uh, sports league, whatever you want to call it, TV show. Uh, kidding, it's not. I hate the WWE. Uh, I got some news in politics for you. Uh, you guys love politics. You guys love arguing about politics. I got some takes on politics. Um, some sports news, some NBA uh, rookie rookie of the year discussion. Um, we got a special guest on the show per usual. And then I'm just going to keep rambling on about some um, other areas. So, yeah, hope you guys enjoy today. Enjoy today's show. Sorry, I have a speech impediment. If you guys are new listening, new listeners, I have a speech impediment. So sometimes um, I say words that I don't mean to say. So yeah, and potentially we might have a Electric Factory After Dark episode tonight. Uh, so stay tuned to that. I will let you know. All right, we're starting off. First things first, the WWE is now considered an essential – well the employees are considered, well, it's just overall considered an essential service in Florida. Are you kidding me? The WWE, the worst, it's not even a sport. It's the worst entertainment platform in all of entertainment is considered an essential service. Are you serious? No one watches the WWE in the first place. So do they think that it's just going to bring in great revenue to the state of Florida? The WWE is now being held there. Like, are you serious? Like, I could I could think of so many better things that could be considered essential workers than like construction people. Like, I think construction people are more worthy of being given a essential service than the WWE. The WWE is the biggest joke to mankind, and they're literally saying they're giving the bird to um, construction workers. Like, that's stupid. That's ridiculous. I don't know what to think about that. When I saw that, I was like, wow, are you serious? Like, I wonder – I mean, Florida is a, a quirky state. I mean, Thomas McShane, you guys all know Thomas. Thomas came from Florida. Thomas is a quirky kid. Um, I'll have to ask Thomas for his input. Maybe he'll share that later on the Electric Factory After Dark podcast. Uh, not right now. But I literally – I cannot believe how stupid Florida, the state of Florida is, like, to do this, to give WWE the green light to hold events with no fans. Like, no one watches the WWE in the first place. So you think people are probably going to start watching it? Yeah, they're going to watch it and say, what is this crap I'm watching? And why is this considered an essential service? I do not understand. And that's all I have to say. The WWE is a trash organization. Nancy Pelosi has been awfully quiet since this whole coronavirus thing came around. Um, It's been great not having to hear from her. Uh, she's she has been complaining a little bit, uh, but it hasn't really made national attention. Just kind of you know some Capitol Hill drama, but uh, I think Nancy Pelosi should be worrying about all the homeless people in San Francisco and uh, how she can help them instead of uh, buying more ice cream for her freezer. Uh, she went on the James Corden show or something like that and showed off her uh, her very large freezer full of lots of ice cream. Um, Nancy, I think you should be worrying about other things right now other than ice cream. You should be helping your people in California. 
Uh, I've been to San Francisco uh, recently in, uh, in October. It was like, like October 1st, like first day of October. We were there. Lots of homeless people. Uh, I think if Nancy Pelosi was a true leader, uh, she could help diminish some of the homeless population in San Francisco. But in shed, instead, speech impediment, sorry, she uh, will continue to just try and terrorize Donald Trump's chances of being the next president, which he will be. There's no way Trump loses the next election. Um, I think Nancy Pelosi just needs to just be quiet and do her job and help her own people. Uh, so, yeah, that's my uh, take on Nancy Pelosi. She's been awfully quiet lately uh, on the national spectrum, but she has been making some noise lately. So there you go for your this day in history segment back in 1865 in Ford's theater in Washington, DC, one of the greatest presidents of the United States and the leader of the union during the civil war, president Abraham Lincoln, was shot and mortally wounded by John Wilkes Booth on this day a long time ago. Rest in peace, Abe Lincoln. You were a great man. You helped a lot of people. You were honest. That's why they called you Honest Abe. You are on the $5 bill. Very good-looking guy. Got a nice beard. Props to Abe Lincoln. Great guy. Rest in peace, Abe Lincoln. That's what happened on this day in history. Okay, moving on to the NBA here. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, uh, he plays for the Miami Heat, tweeted out that uh, he believes that he should be the NBA Rookie of the Year. My guy, I think you're high. No one's beating Ja Morant. In the NBA Rookie of the Year race, John Morant is absolute god, and he took over the league this year. Um, yeah, I don't even, dude, I don't even know if you're the third best player on your team, Kendrick. You shoot forty four point eight percent, thirty six point two on three pointers. Brandon Clark shoots higher than you. That's dis. That's disappointing. I mean, he did struggle. He has been struggling lately. Well, since the season was happening. But you're not beating John Morant. John Morant is just God tier. Uh, personally, I think Zion Williamson should be ahead of him. Um, what what Zion has done in 18 games is unbelievable. I mean, he's been averaging 23.6 points a game, 6.8 rebounds while shooting 58.9%. That's unbelievable. I mean, he's been helping the Pelicans. Well, he. Okay, the season's clearly not going on, guys. So I'm talking about like if the season was still going on, but it, it's not happening. But Zion's been going crazy uh, in his past couple games. Uh, I think Kobe White would be number three, and then I have none at four. Kobe White, uh, he's he's had a very good rookie season. Uh, he's averaging 22.3 points a game, 6.3 assists per game in three games. That's a hot. That's a hot week for him. Um, other than that, Kobe White is kind of, he's helped, you know, the Bulls aren't that great, but he's up there. He's, he's doing good. Um, but I still think he's better than none. Mm -hmm. And then coming in at number five, I have Rui Hachimura. 
Uh, Rui's only played in 41 games. Uh, he had an injury, kind of dragged on for a while. But, I mean, Zion had an injury, so let's not use that as an excuse. Um, but, I mean, Rui was averaging 13.4 points a game, six rebounds, two assists, uh, shooting 48% from the field. Uh, he did shoot 27% from three-point line, but Rui is not really a good three-point shooter. Uh, we, we've all known that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give Rui a break there. He's not a shooter. They probably forced him to shoot. Uh, then at number six, that's where I have RJ Barrett. Uh, RJ and Rui are up for grabs for that five spot, but I got Rui. Um, and then I got Brandon Clark coming in. Brandon Clark is a beast this year. He's, I love Brandon Clark. One of my favorite players, uh, Memphis Grizzlies are on the, are on the rise. Uh, Nick Slight, you're an idiot for thinking they're not on the rise. They're literally they're they're going to be so good. Shout out Dylan McKee, big big Memphis Grizzly guy. Um, I'm definitely on the Memphis Memphis Grizzly bandwagon. Speech impediment strikes again. Uh, BC was averaging 12 points, uh, six rebounds, uh, two assists per game, and two blocks per game while shooting 62% from the field and shooting a 40.4% from three. In 50 games, that's pretty good for a guy that is probably the seventh man. Uh, he's too deep on the bench. He's not. He's not their sixth man. I mean, he's he's starting behind. He's behind Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, I do not think Jonas should be starting over Brandon Clark. I think Brandon Clark should be starting over Jonas. Uh, then after that, I got Eric Paschal, Pascal for the Golden State Warriors. He's averaging 14 a game, five rebounds, two assists, 49% from the field. And he's shooting a killer 28% from the three-point line. Uh, not too hot for him. Uh, but that's what I got for the rookie race this year. Uh, I don't know why Kendrick Nunn was acting up on Twitter thinking that he should win rookie of the year when he's not even, like, the third best player on his team. And that's all I got to say about Kendrick Nunn. So I hope John Morant posterizes him in a game whenever they come back and Jock can just, just let him know what's up. So that's my uh, take on the NBA Rookie of the Year race. If you guys didn't know, Kid Cudi dropped a song last night. Uh, he hasn't made a song in two years. Song, if you don't listen to Kid Cudi, uh, his humming will put you to sleep. Like, I could literally just listen to Kid Cudi hum for, like, five minutes, and I think I'd be out. Like, I'm getting the chills right now just thinking about Kid Cudi. I'm serious. Snapchat me. I'll show you my chills. Um... You can't, kidding, you can't see chills. It's inside your body, idiot. Um, great song. I thought it was, I thought it was one of his best. Top three of his, definitely top three Kid Cudi song ever. Um, hopefully he starts making some more music. I know DaBaby's dropping an album on Friday. DaBaby, one of my favorite rappers. He is the boss. Ever since Rick Ross was the biggest boss, that's a lyric in one of his songs. Uh, if you know that song, that is a great song too. But, the babies dropping Friday. Um, who else just dropped? Rod Wave. I don't like Rod Wave. Rod Wave sucks. Rod Wave's a terrible rapper. I don't know why people like Rod Wave. He had one good song. He's a one-hit wonder. Uh, Tory Lanez dropped. I'm pretty sure Tory Lanez. Sorry, right. he's got two good songs on that album. Who else dropped? I know someone else dropped an album, or someone is. Oh, I saw some news that like One Direction. Might be uh, reuniting soon or this summer. Uh, very interesting. One Direction, uh, Teenage Girl Heartthrob. Heart I can't speak right now. 
I never really liked One Direction. I thought they had some cheesy songs for girls uh, that made them lots of money at concerts. So they were okay. Someone, okay, I'm going to look. I'm cheating. I'm looking right now on Spotify uh, to see who dropped new music because I need to know. I'm, I'm trying to review this. New music. Come on. Where's where's the new music section? I can't find it. This is making me mad. Oh, new releases. Here we go. Uh, Mamacita. That's a song by the Black Eyed Peas. There are two other songs called Mamacita by Travis Scott and Tyga. Travis Scott clearly had the better one. Oh, Polo G. Polo G dropped an album. That was... I already reviewed that. If you were listening, I did not think it was good at all. Um... Who, who else? Yeah, Rod Wave. I think that's it. Future dropped a song, Tycoon. That was garbage. Yeah, that was it. That's that's all the new music for you. So uh, I'll have some more uh, music news sometimes. I'll definitely review the baby's new album. Love the baby. I'll give you some good feedback on that. Okay, now for our special guest segment. Um, our guest comes from the little state of Connecticut. It's uh, Lily Moreau. Say hello. Hello. All right, Lily. So I got some questions here for you. So you okay. live you live in the small state of Connecticut in you know the East Coast, right? Yes. Okay. What is there to do in Connecticut? Nothing. Nothing. No. So well, in my town, Weathersfield's pretty small. Um, the only highlight is we have the Cove, which is a pond. And for some reason, a lot of people just drive their cars there and watch the sunset. That is about as good as it gets. That's it. Not like, are you? Is there like you know the UConn women's basketball team? You know, big, uh, big thing in Connecticut. Are you a big UConn women's basketball fan? Um, I, I'm not really a basketball fan in general, but I have been to some UConn games. Are so. they are they electric? Are those games electric? Well, yes, it's very fun. It is fun, so I'll give you that. Okay, cool. Okay, second question. Uh, are you well familiar with the TikToker Charlie D'Amelio? Yes. Okay, you know she's from Connecticut, right? I do. Have you ever met Charlie D'Amelio? I have not, but fun fact, one of because I dance and she also dances, so one of the dance teachers at her dance studio also teaches at my dance studio. Wow, that is awesome. You hear that guys? A big connection there. Okay. Next question. Who is your golf celebrity crush on the PGA Tour? Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas? Out of all of them? Or, well, are we saying based off looks or just... Whatever you want. Well, looks, I have to go with Brooks Kepka on that one. I think we all know why. Okay. But JT is my favorite. I have the Golf Digest with him, the one that was featured, um, hanging right next to my bed, so... Okay. That's fair. I was gonna say JT's not like the best looking guy, but uh, but we we understand celebrity crush. That's JT. Okay, we get it. Okay, moving on. You're gonna play college golf somewhere. Uh, where? What's your number one choice so far? Um, University of Richmond. The Spiders. Yes. I talked about the Spiders on the podcast. Uh, you were very critical of that comment. I um, was. Yeah, I was a little hurt. I'm sorry, did not mean it that way, but uh, Richmond's a cool school. Um, so yeah, that'd be sick if you went to play there. Um, you're a junior, so you have one more year left of golf before 
you go to college. So yep. you will actually get a senior season, unlike me. Um, yes. So that's very cool. Okay, uh, what is your pre-round music you listen to before, like, a tournament or, like, if you just go out and, like, practice or something? Oh, so I have a specific playlist that's just called Golf. Um, it has it has a lot of different songs, but mostly it has some country songs on there because, you know, golf is outdoors, the grass, so some good country. Yes. My dad has tried calling me two times during this, and I've declined both times, so my dad may enter my room soon. Don't let that phase you, but country, is, right. a very, country is a good choice of music uh, pre-round. All right, uh, next question I have for you is, uh, what was your favorite memory at Pebble Beach? Oh, oh, that's very hard. Okay, well, obviously, my favorite highlight was seeing you again. After like two years, I think, right? Yes. Two thousand. Okay. Um, probably. Shoot, I can't even pick one. I'm honestly, I might just say like our practice round at Pebble was probably the most fun for me because I met Robert. Robert. The first time I ever met Robert. Yes. And the golf was just so hard, but it, it was like the hardest golf I ever played in my life. For sure. That was a brutal round, but it was uh, very fun. You had a, I remember, what hole was it? Hole nine or 10? You had a rage quit moment in the round. It was that hard. Yeah. It was that hard. Lily, I, Lily rage quit during the round. I did. Yeah. I picked up my ball and that was that. Just for one hole. One hole. She didn't rage quit not. the rest of the round. Just one hole. Yeah. Yeah. I needed a break. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite hole at Pebble Beach? Um, I'm actually going to go with 10, 10. That was a cool hole. So yeah, because I birdied 10 in the actual round. There you go. See, I didn't have a birdie at Pebble beach, so I can't say that. Okay. But okay. Hole 10. Very cool hole. Yeah. All the water on the right. Yeah. You were lucky. You didn't have, well, you did have the win there. Yes. We did. Yeah, we we did play the Pebble guy. the same day. Okay. That was Ryan that didn't play pebble mm-hmm, and, yeah. and he didn't get the win which he was very lucky and he still missed the cut um we don't talk about that though uh, hey, i was second to last so you were second to last but it sounded like your playing partner wasn't the best you carried him is what it sounded like um i, I would i might agree yeah we're gonna have to agree with that all right so question here would you rather play like a competitive nine hole tournament or a competitive 18 hole tournament Oh, definitely competitive 18. 18? Yep. Okay, but like, it seems like you have your good nines and then a complete blow-up nine. But then there's a risk-reward. So, I mean, like, you could either play really bad for that nine holes and be your score, or you could play really good. But then you have that other nine. So, I mean, it's a tough question, but you're going with 18? Yeah, I'm going with 18. Yeah. I might have – personally – like I love playing eighteen holes, but I might have to go with nine holes because like sometimes I'll get really hot and just like have a fantastic. I'll shoot like two or three under on one nine, and then I'll go shoot fifty on the next nine. So um, there are some um, risks. Reward. Sorry, I can't talk right now. But uh, yeah, okay. Do you have anything else to say? I do not. You do not. All right. Well, uh, thank no. you for joining the podcast, Lily. It was nice to hear from you. Nice to be here. <laughs> Awesome. Alrighty, so uh, that wraps it up for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I will have one out for you tomorrow again. 
again, if you're not following the Instagram page, go follow it, Electric Factory Podcast. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got. Hope you guys have a great night and a great day at school tomorrow online.